Oh, it's fun to say. It's oh, fun to man. do. Thanks to Ben Wise for uh, for that incredible guitar tone. Yes. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. That is me on vocals. <laughs> oh, is that really? That's a little peek behind the curtain. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty good, right? Really good. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Welcome to True Story. I'm Dave Holmes. I'm Mike Doty. Oh, we're, we're so happy to have you with us. Indeed we it's are. so nice to hear from so many of you. Indeed. Uh, if you've been meaning to reach out, don't wait any longer. We're on Twitter at T-R-U-U-S-T-O-W. R-A-Y. A lot of people on Reddit are like, hey, we like this show, but we have to write it out for people because if they search for <laughs> it, they're not that is a thing that we did not really solve for. Oh, but I love that. I, I love like that it. people have to spell it for people. It's going to reach the people that it's meant to reach. And it was on uh, it was on Pop Culture Happy Hour recently. It was. Thank you, Linda and Holmes. No yes. Relation. And Linda had to sing the title. Yeah. And she was like, if you're a fan of this show, you'll understand this, but if you're not, you won't. Yeah. This podcast is called True Story. It was uh-huh. so good. Uh, it makes me so happy. I heard from yeah. uh, a lot of people from that. So uh, many thanks to the Pop Culture Happy yeah. Hour people. We are here to discuss the penultimate episode. Yes. And while we're here, let's just let's just get it out. Penultimate means second to last. <laughs> Doesn't mean ultimate, but more because there's an extra syllable in it. Yeah. Who thinks that? A lot of people. What kind of a fool have you a been having dinner with? A lot of people. A lot, a lot of otherwise smart people. That's wrong. said like, oh, this is the penultimate whatever. And it's like, oh, there's only one of... <laughs> oh, this, this, that's the penultimate, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, t- Taylor Swift song. And she's only going to do one more? <laughs> it's, not how, it's not how you say it. Oh. It's not how you say it at all. Getting cranky. Yeah. You get some dinner. I, I get cranky with Getting my Getting mad about words. With my words, yeah. Oh, man. You only have to know one language here in this country. Might as well know it all. <laughs> right? Let's learn as much of it as we can. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, just to recap, we start off this episode where we left. It started to feel more serialized in these last few episodes. You know what I mean? They're, Seri- starting, they're calling back to previous events more than they ever did. Cliffhangers. They're giving a cliffhanger here yep. and there. They're, you know, in the last episode, Julie starts off a little bit cranky because she was with her mother the, the episode before that. In this one, we start off with Heather in police custody. <laughs> she has hit the 90s-est woman in the history of 1992. <laughs> like the 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 delight flip hairdo. Yes, indeed. Uh, a big necklace. Uh, what you might call it. No, you wouldn't call it a statement necklace, but like some baubles around her yep. neck. Uh, a short fur. Probably fake. Uh, showed up at the house. Was she wearing Jody Watley earrings? She was wearing some nope. big old nope. hoop earrings. And uh, oh, also, just while we're on the subject of outfits, um, Eric is wearing uh, overalls with one uh, one yes, strap undone. He no is. shirt. And uh, Rebecca is wearing something that exposes her uh, her navel. You're you're kidding me. It's a very big. It's a very 1992. Are we talking about the, the same Becky here? Because I feel like I don't know this person. You've seen her navel. You've seen her. Navel. <laughs> I believe that you have. So so we we recap the the drama with uh, with this woman who we never who we never meet, who is very poised, but but says that woman hit me. Look at my mouth. Yeah. I can't really. I, I see no whatever, but yeah. so I'm not. I'm not. But a policeman. Heather ends up in a police car, police which car. drives a block. She's right. not handcuffed. Clearly, yeah. the producers were like, "Can you just you take just her down the block?" Yeah. And just you know, and maybe the police were like, "Let's get you somewhere where it's quiet. We can get the information." Oh no, they first. weren't. It was probably a, it's a sham. You're probably right. You're probably right. And positive K. Yeah, <laughs> does both voices. Yes, <laughs> life which, is by terrible. The way, this is the other instance. 
or this is the one that I love of I'm not trying to hear that. Uh, Heather recaps in a confessional or in an interview or something the problem between her and this woman. And uh, and she said, you know, the woman came and she asked for a cup and she didn't want to pay. And so oh, I just yeah. told her to break out because I wasn't trying to hear her. <laughs> She's like, yes. Yep. That's oh, the Heather that yeah. I have come to know and love. Yeah. Oh, we love her so we much. We love you, Heather B. Uh, we follow Heather B to the studio where she is recording her debut album. With Kenny Parker from Boogie Down Productions, oh. which I was very jazzed by. Okay. There were a, a great number of the beats that go boom, which huh? is just, you know, the classic boom bap beat mm-hmm. that I adore. Yeah. And I think even... Back then, I realized one day that's going to be like, uh, like the big bands to me. Uh huh. Be like, you didn't know when yeah. Kenny Parker was doing the boom bap. Yeah. For the Boogie Down Productions. Yeah. <laughs> you young people. You're, so you, you're going to narrate newsreels? In the future? <laughs> yes, I have. Cool. The High Towers of Finance. <laughs> that's a, that's a good career choice. Uh, the only, uh, um, the only line that I wrote down from her rap. Your town, my town, it's chill town. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. it's a nice message. This is a big, this is a very music heavy episode to, to have as a, a second to last episode Indeed. because we bounce back and forth between uh, between Heather's rap album and Andre's uh, band Rain Dance recording their debut video. Right with, with Bill, who fucked Becky in Jamaica. That's correct. I'm sorry, who Becky fucked in Jamaica? Oh, I really well. think that is the proper way of saying. It. Is that? I think the way that's that what goes? happened. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I would I would say it's fifty fifty, but you know better. Uh, yeah, so we <laughs> make uh, 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 Becky uh, fucked a producer. That was a no no. No, which I guess is something that everyone found out at the same time because this was all uncharted territory. Right, um, and surprisingly, they put it on the episode. They put it on the. Oh, I mean, yep. there was no. Well, I guess there was a way not to, but it was sort of it was the most dramatic thing that had happened well i mean if they got everyone to say uh, you've told me the story that that um and you mentioned this on this podcast that julie said why do you keep trying to tell us that we came down to jamaica Uh to meet men and they cut out the first part and she's going we came down to to meet men rather crankily which is hilarious yeah it's kind of awesome (laughs) Uh, so that's my other favorite episode of this whole thing but yeah so jamaica bill um has been bounced off of this perform off of this show and he's found another job not far away from the show. <laughs> Directing rain dance videos. Directing a video for rain dance. On Super 8, mm-hmm. Andre in a leather jacket. Yep. Uh, shot from below with Washington Square, with the Washington Square arch in the background yeah. as he sings. Yeah. Oh, some iconic New York. Yes. I would like Sights to take and sounds. I would like to take a moment. Uh, have we have we recapped perfectly? We a lot of oh, there's there's we got a ways to go, but if, yeah. fuck it. Listen, this is free form. I, I want to talk Podcast. about the problem of rain dance, please, which I think is very instructive because we did talk about it a little bit after the episode. Yes, because uh, lazy bones to me nothing worse than a lot of what I heard on uh, on alternative radio at around yes. this time in history. Yes, and indeed, um, so there. there I would say that he actually had a really great voice. Yes, he did. He had a very viable grunge voice. Uh-huh. Um, if they had had a record deal and a and a decently active A and R person, mm-hmm. that person would have said, "Go write more songs." Right. Just and not not even like change this, change that. Just go write more. Mm-hmm. Bring me another ten, mm-hmm. and then just get them to keep writing, and they would have come up with something mm-hmm. good. Did you have to go Possibly. through that? 
No, I, we had we had like a remarkably inactive A and R situation at Warner Brothers. Really? Yeah, Warner Brothers is famous for being this artist friendly label, and it really worked against us. Really, it really did. Yeah. Um, so Michelle Gondry wanted to direct a video for Super Bon Bon, uh-huh. and we didn't want to wait for him. Uh huh. And nobody at Warner Brothers was like, "Hey, you dumb idiots, wait for Michelle Gondry." Wow. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. The other thing is Chris Carter wanted to direct a video for Chris Carter. Yes. Cause we had a song on the X-Files soundtrack. Uh-huh. Uh, there was an X-Files episode that was partially based around someone listening to soul coughing. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, you remember that show, the lone gunman? Yes. The guy, the glasses guy wore a soul coughing t-shirt. That was his character trademark. Yes. Damned. So Chris Carter was like, I want to direct a video for unmarked helicopters, the soul coughing song on the X-Files soundtrack. And we were like, no, we have to wait too long. We don't want to wait. Cause one of those, like well if you do this you gotta wait till the end of the summer because he just finished a tv Uh tv series Uh season um and then that record has to come out and you have to wait six months for your record to come out Uh um and we were like no man we don't want to wait wow i know and warner brothers didn't yell at us the other thing was we were uh, um Oh, how to be diplomatic is the my vision for the band was maybe not the, the dominant vision on our second record uh-huh. that we were in the studio with the guy who did the big sublime hit, the big sugar ray hit, the big presidents of the presidents of the United States of America hit, uh-huh. and we had um, we actually had this uh, lounge in the studio that had been designed by Mariah Carey. It was exciting at Sony Studios. She yeah. had these very deep couches, but it was a big old TV. Between, you know, while we were mixing, I would go back and watch MTV, and there was always a video of a song this guy had mixed. Always, always, always. And he, uh, David Kahn was his name, he had figured out how to mix things in mono. Yeah. So in other words, all that stuff was mixed to sound good on television. Uh Partially why those songs were such big hits. And I don't know why... No one at Warner Brothers said, hey, you stupid idiots, shut up and let the guy with all the great many hit records do what he does and make Super Bon Bon sound like Sublime's What I Got. And then you can cry on your yachts that you've been artistically misunderstood. Uh-huh. But yeah, so they're like, like it, it, it was phenomenal. Like, like looking back on it and thinking like, I wish they had been uh, heavier handed with my music yeah. career. It's odd. But wow. I think if rain, I'm going to guess that rain dance would not have ended up on like an artist friendly, groovy. They were, Did, were they ever on a label of any kind? I don't know that they were. I, I can tell you what their problem was other than the Please. songs was, um, Nobody ever went to the bass player. You have to play fewer notes, mm. you know, and you have to play with the kick drum. Mm. And, you know, and the bass player, like I can see it in my head. The bass were going, man, I'm the bass player in Parsippany, man, the best bass player in Parsippany. And I'm going <laughs> to, you know, and I know and people love my bass lines. People love all the, you know, how fast I play and how great I am. Yeah. And, you know, the deal is No. It's about the vocal. The whole thing is about the vocal. Have the big ass guitars. Have the vocal. There were little drum things that are like a good producer would be like, don't do that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 
Yeah. This is a real yeah. music insider perspective. So the show has well, I mean, it's always had. It, but I haven't pulled this shit out of you. It didn't drive me crazy listening to it because I, I the song wasn't that good. Right. It's just like, oh, this guy's such a great voice. Got such a great voice. Mm-hmm. Such a bummer that he didn't he didn't find the right song. Yeah. And you know, you wonder if it is true that being on the real world means no one will take you seriously as an artist. Hmm. Which I don't think is true. No. I think take all the exposure you can get and be great. Right. And it's going to help you. Right. And the reason that people go, oh, man, you can't be on a show like that and, and you know, be successful you in music. Of course you could. Good. You take any. I was dying for some Heather B. music. <gasps> oh, yeah. I was waiting for all the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know. She was great. She was great. She yeah. didn't really. She didn't, she didn't stick with it. Midnight Voices. I wasn't a big fan of. I don't know what that is. That was, uh, um, I can't remember his name, uh, from uh, from uh, uh, San Francisco. That was his band. Midnight Voices. The rapper guy. Oh, Muhammad? Yeah. Muhammad. Oh, yes. wow. You know what? All, I forgot about that. Here's another thing, not to, not to switch seasons. He invented the phrase bling bling. No, he didn't. The, really? first, the first documented use of bling bling is from him. Oh. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Somebody, because I, I was in something online where I was like, so-and-so invented bling bling, so-and-so, uh-huh. and someone showed me a clip, and it was like, holy crap. You know, I just watched the uh, the Whitney documentary on Showtime, uh-huh. which is amazing. Yeah. But what I had forgotten was that in like 1999, when she was on her world tour, she gave like Bobby Brown a few minutes in the middle of the show, oh. and he did that song, Who Dat? Which isn't his song. <laughs> but it was from the same summer as Bling Bling. How did Who Dat go? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Does that not ring a bell? It does who dat, not. Who dat, who, okay, it's, I'll play it for you later. I'm not going to embarrass myself. No. But no. it's, yeah, it, it like his part of her show was somebody else's song. And I don't even remember whose it was. <laughs> Anyway, you know, sorry, you just took me. There's a rumor that there was a bit of a drug problem. A little bit, yeah. You in, should you should watch this. It is heartbreaking. No. No. Truly, truly is. Uh, another difficult relationship, Eric and Heather. Yes, which we really haven't seen deeply up until this point. Because really, my impression was that it's one of the great bromances in the history of reality television is Heather B and Eric. And perhaps it was until whatever, 11 weeks into the shoot Uh when things, you know, get a little itchy, a little friction started happening. Sure. Sure. Um, Yeah. uh, Heather just kind of openly doesn't like Eric. Now I think it's probably the, you know, the brother sister kind of thing Right. where it's like, God, you're so annoying. And also maybe, Oh, editing. Could be, <laughs> Could be editing. There's a, a legitimate wrestling match between the two of them, which Heather wins handily. Right, indeed. Because uh, Eric's just got show muscles. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't like I if I were in a fight and I had to pick somebody to be to have my back. I wouldn't. It would be Heather B. It wouldn't be. It yeah, might be Becky over abs, it. but that's not going to really yeah. do you any good in a, in a wrestling situation. One thing that I, th- I I found like to be kind of a remarkable subtext that after watching many of these episodes, I realized is so opening sequence when they go through all the names and everyone says one line of the famous you know intro mm-hmm. words. Um, Heather says, when people stop being polite, and then they cut to her going, can you get the phone? Mm -hmm. And then Eric says, and start getting real. And it's him with that model lady's arms around him, and he's shirtless. Yeah. So, like... So, right away. It's it's like Heather, earthy, 
op- outspoken and Eric, pretty boy, the sexual sure. element. Sure. Sure. Uh, the kind of guy who you might imagine uh, rollerblading down Broadway. Oh, with a with a backwards Kangol hat. Yes. Uh, an open flannel. Uh, a, a, an outstanding pair of legs. Let's <laughs> let's just call a thing a thing. Let me tell you something. I drove a delivery van. I think that very summer, yeah. I drove a delivery van for an ice cream company, yeah. delivering to restaurants. Um, it was great walking into coffee shop when coffee shop first opened because uh-huh. I was a young man and I was bringing the ice cream and all the young models that worked there, they liked that. Sure. But at any rate, to this day, I fear rollerbladers. Yeah. There are no rollerbladers in the world. But when I drive... Uh, when I make any kind of turn, I'm always thinking, is there a rollerblader holding onto my bumper? Is there a ro- yeah. rollerblader coming up? Because uh-huh. it was like the streets were thick with rollerbladers that yeah. would just grab parts of your car and cruise along. I used to rollerblade the- to work in the 1990s. Oh, did you ever? Sure oh, did. my God. My little briefcase on the back. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. <gasps> the whole bit. Wow. With my work shoes in it. But yeah. like, But then it was like, it was like Eric Knees, my nightmare. Yeah. On the streets of New York City. Uh-huh. Driving a delivery van and some motherfucker on rollerblades yeah. holding on to my bumper. Uh-huh. With, uh, his, with his show ass. Zoom in back with his show ass. And, and, and the cameraman, I guess just telling him to go around and around the block. Because <laughs> yeah. cause it's for the whole episode he's rollerblading. And you know they're not following him. So I think they're just like, <laughs> listen. Why don't why don't we get some action shots? We need something. Go round and round the yeah, block. Yeah. Hang on to a cab for a <laughs> block if you want to. Uh, but he is a sensitive soul who yes. Heather says is too. Uh, he can't express himself because he's too concerned with the outside. Yeah, I think that rings true. Well, David. Yes, I happen to transcribe. Oh, a little bit of uh, of uh, some brooding Eric. The dialogue. Okay. And uh, I was wondering if you would read uh, the part of Julie and then briefly the part of Heather. Okay, cool. I I have some experience playing Julie. I said it. So I'll actually, (laughs) this will be, this will be super easy for me. I sent it to you via electronic mail. Yes, you did. Okay. All right. So Eric is reading from a cereal box. Yes. I'm sorry. I I, I have to stop you. (laughs) I, I don't know if it's a cereal box or like some sort of nutritional supplement. All right, let's go with... I think with, it's a supplement. Let's go with supplement. It's a GNC supplement. I, I stand corrected. Okay. Right. Okay. Sorry. As a new mother, I really appreciate both the added energy and knowing that the U.S. Surgeon General recommends increased consumption of complex carbohydrates. I guess I just want to know that there's more to you in... I guess I... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go to the top of my line. Back up. I guess I just want to know that there's more to you than the ingredients inside these boxes. You know that. And I like what I know. I just want everyone to have that opportunity. Well, I don't want everybody to know that. Why? Because then people take advantage of me. It's happened to me plenty of times. I'm a very, put it this way. I am a very sensitive person. Cut to Heather. No, no I'm Heather. <laughs> Eric, I told you earlier today I don't like you, right? <laughs> Go back to Eric. Very sensitive person. And if I allow people to see what's really inside of me, what I'm really about, and I'm friends with them, and I live with them, for instance, I'm very nice to somebody. If they want to use my phone, I say, fine, use my phone. But as you notice, people abuse that. And I don't like people, I don't like somebody for that. Sick. They abuse that privilege, you know, because they took advantage of me because I'm nice. Mm, that's some brooding young guy stuff. I know. That is some some self-pity persecution complex yes young guy 
stuff. And perhaps... That once again, I totally relate to. Perhaps not the brightest bulb in the sign Mm -hmm. with show apps. Mm -hmm. So it's really like... I remember how much people hated him at the time. Yeah. You know, he was like... Like when he attempted to to talk black people, it really infuriated people. Sure. Well, Um, that's... I mean... They have a point. Well, they, indeed, they, indeed they yeah. do. But, oh, man, he's, a, he's such a sad and he's funny a, person. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a fascinating person. And I feel, you know, like his heart darkens here. You know what I mean? He, he like, he, he turns a little bit cold. It is a bit, it's a bit, look what you made me do. <laughs> to bring it back to Taylor Swift yet again. <laughs> but it is a little bit like, no, the old Eric can't come to the phone. Why? Oh, because he's dead. <laughs> Have you heard the song? No, uh, no I've read the spoken word part where I've I've yeah. I've read about it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've re- I believe I've read you on the topic of Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, I don't know if you have. I'm trying not to, but but uh, yeah. So it's it's a little bit like that. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna take advantage of me. Well, then I don't care about anyone. <laughs> oh. I remember I had I had a few spells like that in my twenties. Uh, oh God, I'm having one right now. Are you? No, I'm not. No, okay, good. No, I'm not. Since good. I got sober, it's hard to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's really hard to self pity becomes much more difficult if you can't get drunk oh yeah not that you don't try oh believe me i've tried yeah but uh, there's just a level of complete obliviousness that is greatly aided by drugs and liquor oh yeah interesting pro tip okay (laughs) word to the wise wise. and eric as we know is somewhere in uh in hawaii uh in a sarong yes uh drinking urine (laughs) his Not just anyone's. Right. But I think he's found his way out of self-pity. Which is urine. Which is urine. Um, Oh, by the way, Andre, uh, just very quickly, once we get back to the video, because they do show the video in the apartment. Yes. Says, uh, I think videos are a farce. Yes. It makes you look fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, not completely wrong, but don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yep. Andre. Yeah, I I think it was... Well, I mean, again... And I think we see this very clearly in the uh, the ultimate episode, for uh, which this is the penultimate. The penultimate. Um, nobody thought this thing was going to fly. No, not at all. Not at all. Like no, everyone was like, "Well, this weird, yeah. dumb thing that I'm after we doing. finished doing whatever it is that we're doing." Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very strange, and it, that that ended immediately. Like the people who signed up for season two were like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, we know what we're signed up for." Oh yeah, we know who we're gonna play. Yeah. So uh, and that's got that's got a lot to do with why people mm-hmm. are always like, "Oh, there was no real world after season one," mm-hmm. which I not- I so disagree with. Oh I mean, my god, it changes, it changes. But it, there was nothing like this ever again after season one. Life changes, Dave. Well, of course life changes uh okay so here's another thing eric and heather have a, a talk and talk through their differences yeah again during the cameraman's dinner <laughs> because they talk about the talk that they had but we don't ever hear or see the talk that they had so they they go they go immediately to the place where eric is helping her take out her extensions and she is singing arrested developments tennessee oh i didn't catch oh that. yeah I didn't catch that. Definitely. Uh, and then they're back to just, you know, being brother and sister and having fun and stealing each other's towels, which, by the way, Heather knows which towel is hers because she got hers from where? From JCPenney. The JCPenney collection. <laughs> That's <laughs> what kills me. It's not just that it's JCPenney. It's from the JCPenney collection. Yeah. She keeps saying it. She says that over and over again. Over and over. And it's just the most charming thing. And then one of the most... I. Yep. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think it's in this uh, episode... Actually, I think it, it happens once, and they split it over two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric's in the shower. Yep. 
Julie comes in. Yes. They're talking to him while he's in the shower. They're very free and easy with their bodies. Very free and easy. Uh, she leaves, and uh, and he goes, have you jetted on me? Yeah. He's been telling some really long story. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on when Eric's in the shower. <laughs> so maybe Eric's just always in the shower. Do tell. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of big moments that happen when Eric's in the shower. He's, um, uh, uh th- this moment is perhaps the most risque thing that has ever happened on television. And I think people do not, I mean, like it was that and Andy Sipowitz's ass. Yes. Like that was it yeah. for risque. Mm-hmm. Eric's blurred out dick. Andy Sipowitz's ass. That yeah. was... You're going to have to fucking Google Andy Sipowitz. I'm sorry. I will be Googling Eric Neese's <laughs> dick. Uh, so, uh, so Andre at the uh, the video viewing party says, I'm still going to see you guys after Sunday. We now know, we know it's Thursday. Move out day is Sunday. Right. The final episode will take place and that's day. that's not true and it's clearly not true it's so sad they're not they're not gonna hang out come on really yeah they're, they're not gonna be friends i think they are i, I think th- some of them are i think in fact none of them even have any awareness that they are going to be on a reunion show much less multiple reunion shows much less the challenge oh god which look andre's the bip He's never going to be on the challenge. Yeah, I'm true. sorry, yeah. Andre. These are issues we can address in our final show <laughs> next week. Oh, yeah. Or if you're binging these all at once, right now. Right now. And Thanks then for listening. We, we have obtained uh, Seattle, and we're going to figure out a time we can we're do gonna it. We're going to figure out a time to do that. Yeah. But more on that later. More on we'll that see later. you next week. 